Mexico. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there the Granny Smiths who have a story. And on the line right now, we have a caller. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello, Nardwar. I'm here. Who are you? My name is Janelle. I'm from Mongrelzine. The Granny Smiths we just played. Mm -hmm. What is the story? Please tell us. 
the story? Um, well, there's an interview with them in our new issue of our new zine, and I don't know if that's really the story. Um, Morgan, who's singing in that band, also plays drums in a band called The Young Mums, who are playing our launch um, tomorrow with the Beelines and Richard Cat Wrangler. And you are Janelle from Mongrel Fanzine, who has mm. been invading CITR this week. <laughs> yeah, it was on Monday, and then Bob was on Tuesday or Wednesday on Rumbletone Radio Gogo. And now I'm harassing you. It's a mongrel invasion, and it's well worth it because mongrel fanzine. Well, what is mongrel fanzine for people that don't know? Right off um, the bat, it's Janelle. It's a garage punk fanzine. We interview uh, bands who are mostly local, but not exclusively. Um, we talk to a lot of Montreal bands. In this issue, we have um, a big, huge Hell Shovel interview. Hell Shovel is Jeff from Demon's Claws, Dale from Chocolat, and um, well, a rotating cast of drummers. But Bloodshot Bill was drumming when Bob interviewed them. And we got not only that, we got like Ty Seagal, so not just uh, local people at all. And the Granny Smith. And the Granny Smith, who mm. began the Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show here today. And we're speaking to Janelle from Mongrel Fanzine. Also today on the Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show, interviews with Best Coast and rapper Jay Cole. But right now we're speaking to Janelle from Mongrel Fanzine. And Mongrel Fanzine is incredible, Janelle. Like looking at it, yeah. it is packed. It is just mm -hmm. packed with information. Where can people buy it? And can you please give a little description of where your release party is going to be happening? Because it's not usually a place where people might go for gigs up until yeah. now. Okay, well, first off, you can buy it at, you know, local record stores like Neptune, Red Cat, Dandelion, you know, Scratch, all the usuals. Um, most people buy it off our website, which is mongrelzine.ca. And our launch party is Saturday. It's with Beelines, uh, Young Moms, Richard Kattinger, and it's at a place called Dental Lab. And that's at 1125 East Hastings, but enter round back off the alley because that's more exciting. And it's run by Tony from the Pointed Sticks? Mm -hmm, yeah, he's um, opened up the space for us, and it's a really cool space. I guess it actually used to be a dental office, but there's a lot of weird little rooms, and there's a screening room, so we're going to put up some weird stuff for people to watch in between sets and stuff. It should be good. And you the Beelines always put on a really good show, so... Yeah, total bloodied action usually with the Beelines, <laughs> right? Have you seen blood and the Beelines? Does Beelines and rock and roll equal blood? Um, I don't know. To me, it just equals beer cans being flown around and Ryan hanging from rafters. But I don't know if I've ever seen any blood. So we maybe have... We'll come, come, maybe we'll have some blood. Garage Rock happening in Mongrel Fanzine. You have a CD that comes with Mongrel Fanzine. Are you turning mm. rap now? This is amazing. Heavy you know, J. It's so funny that you have a rapper on your show because we've got the best rap song. It's called um, Now Who's a Star by Giselle Number no. 1. Uh, yeah, and that's Gigi French, a.k.a. And uh, she does a lot of really interesting stuff, but this is the best song. Did I send it to you? It's really good. Yes, it's on the comp, but also, what's the song No Butter? Because that begins oh, your yeah. compilation. <laughs> Heavy J, what is that? Um, that's Jeff Clark, and he was doing these uh, informational sort of... Uh, uh, exercise videos on YouTube with his uh, Heavy J persona, and so then we put that song, and that kind of ends things off, you know, just giving you some uh, lifestyle tips. Oh, that ends things off, because when I downloaded it, that was the first thing that came up, so I was like, all right, Mongrel Fanzine, turn and rap. <laughs> yeah, it's like the soundtrack of our um, production, is just listening to all this stuff. <laughs> Very varied. Ben Lyon. I did not know anything about him. What can you tell the people about Ben Lyon? His art is amazing. He did your t-shirt. Yeah, 
yeah. Oh, yeah. He's uh, He did this really great Mongolzine T-shirt that we're going to have for sale at this show as well um, at the Dental Lab, 1125 East Hastings. Um, so what happened is on one of the covers, the zine has uh, two covers because it's a flip zine, um, our friend Fraser from Indian Wars was wearing this Jacuzzi Boys T-shirt that Ben Lyon designed, and we're like, wow, that's really cool. So it gave us the idea to interview him. And he's done a lot of really cool um, posters and T-shirts and stuff, and he's from Michigan. Um You've probably seen, like, tons of his posters. He did, like, a bunch of covers for Hozak and, I don't know, Personal and the Pizzas. He's just done, like, a lot of really cool sort of Basil Wolverton-type stuff for uh, a lot of really cool bands. It's great you can feature the artist, and you also feature Johanna Jorgson. Yes, yes, local photographer. Her stuff is really, really good. She's, um... Well, sister of Sally from Petroleum Byproduct, and uh, so she's got some really cool new wave type photos, and kind of reminds me, you know, of Bev Davies, what she was doing or what she is still doing. <laughs> That's what's so great about Mongo Fanzine. You have rap, and then you have art, and then the artists behind the art, and the music, and you always are championing Red Mass, the band Red Mass. <laughs> why should people care? Red ca- Mass in every single issue. Yeah, why like. should people care about Red Mass? It seems like they keep on giving, don't they? They just keep we on are giving. So prolific, like Roy is constantly sending us stuff and like i don't know how he manages to do it but he's always putting out something new and interesting he's got this new um cassette on bruce tongue it's called sadness and it's freaking me out like it's got this weird voodoo on it they're just like the most interesting band out there right now and there's a whole bunch of people in the band red mass from montreal quebec including Gigi french who you mentioned who does rap who i learned through mongrel fanzine we're speaking here live to janelle from mongrel fanzine lived on grouse mountain knows about witches and has a CSIS file yeah, and um, that pretty much all went down right when we were about to interview her. So if you want to know about that, you can read our interview. But now she's living in uh, where Greenland, where she's got some sort of commune going on. She's into white magic, and she's in Red Mass, and she's just the most interesting person. It's a really good interview. Something happened to her in Rune Noranda? What was that? Oh, shoot, I don't know. What was it? It was mentioned in your interview. You tell me. Is she in Greenland now? Yeah, with her husband. He, um... He just recently made a movie, and they're going to go to the Oscars, so I kind of hope she, like, crashes the red carpet. That'll be really interesting. What movie? Um, it's called... I don't know if I can pronounce it properly. It's called Numok. It's, um, it's one of the first uh, Greenlandic feature films by Greenlanders. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that properly, but it sounds really interesting. There's some uh, Gigi French on the soundtrack. Oh, that's incredible. And all that discovered through Red Mass. Uh, yeah, I guess that is the connection. Red what? Mass is the connection for everything. What is Blue Sunshine? <laughs> there is a Vancouver connection for that. For what? Oh, yeah. Um, Blue Sunshine is this uh, psychotronic film center in Montreal. And um, our guy in Montreal, he interviewed Kira and David Bertrand, who actually used to live in Vancouver. Well, both of them did, and they were putting on some weird screenings here. And then they moved to Montreal, and they put on even weirder screenings there. Just some really interesting, uh, strange films that maybe you wouldn't see otherwise. And pick up Mongrel Fanzine, because in Mongrel Fanzine, you're able to read about the blue sunshine and Robert Dayton's quote. It's worth it just to pick up Mongrel Fanzine for Robert Dayton of Canham, July 4th Toilets, quote about Blue Sunshine, where he talks about the Fox Theater in Vancouver, where he performed, where, quote, they all feverishly scrubbed at decades of <laughs> semen to get it ready. And I'm censoring right there, semen. <laughs> That's so funny. The first time I went into there, into the Fox, and um, I went in there with Robin Bougie from Cinema Sewer, that um, 
but comic. And uh, he takes me up to the top at the back, and we go in through the back, and there's, like, this prostitute that's, like, fiercely working away and looks up like this startled vampire. I'm like, oh, my goodness. It's, a, it's an interesting place, the Fox Theater. So buy mongrel fanzine <laughs> just yeah. for that, some recollections of the criminal <laughs> simina that ran in Vancouver. And we're speaking here to Janelle from Mongrel Fanzine, who's having their record release, or should I say CD release, zine release. Zine and CD release, Tomorrow yeah. night at the Dental... Dental Lab at 1125 East AC. That's right at Glen. Come around to the alley. Also in Mongrel Fanzine, Janelle, Nambla. How does that play into everything? Nambla plays into the <laughs> Blue Sunshine interview. Yeah, um, so I guess Kira had uh, showed this movie called Chicken Hawk, um, subtitled Men Who Love Boys. And uh, so I guess all these pedophiles showed up for the screening. And so it, like the theater ended up being like completely divided with the pedophiles on one side and all of us non-pedophiles on the other side. And uh, I guess they were really into it, you know, like when these guys who were interviewed were saying, you know, whatever it is about their their boy love. <laughs> the pedal is like, yeah, you know, that's how I feel too. Um, I wasn't there, but it sounds really funny. More juicy action from Mongrel Fanzine out now. Also, quote, yeah, I'm jealous, Bob. I cry and masturbate to this fact <laughs> every day. What is that about? <laughs> um, okay, so that's from our Hell Shovel interview. And uh, so Demon's Clothes have a new album out called The Defrosting Of. It's on In the Red. And um, Bob, my uh, partner in crime and co-editor of Mongrel Zine, he interviewed uh, Hell Shovel, of course, and he also helped out on that album. So they talk about the album a lot. And it used to be called The Defrosting of Walt Disney, even though now it's just called The Defrosting of because they had to drop the Walt Disney. And uh, so Bob just asks, you know, are you pretty upset about that? Because, you know, other people have been on to use Walt Disney. Like, I think there was a Sun Ra album that had some dwarves on the cover and, I don't know, a couple other things. And so that was uh, Jeff's response to that. And somehow also it turns into a discussion of Damien Marley and the Olympics. Oh, yeah, because Shakala were at the Olympics, which is so weird. Now, who are Shakala and who are Hell Shovel for people that don't know? Oh, okay, so Hell Shovel is Jeff from Demon's Claws, um, Dale from Shakala, and uh, Bloodshot Bill. Although they sort of sometimes have different drivers. Um, I saw... I saw Hell Shovel playing in Montreal, and Roy was drumming, so um, I don't know if they have, like, a set drummer or not. Um, who is in Chocolat? I'm not sure. You'd probably have to ask Bob to get all of their names right, so I'm not even going to say. But, um, Giselle, maybe? Anyways, I don't know. So, yeah, they played, um, they played the Olympics, and we actually tried to go, because I thought they were going to be, like, you know where they're having all those uh, free concerts around town? And I thought they're going to be like Dave Chappelle's block party, like you could all just walk up and have fun and, you know, have all these shows. But <laughs> Bob and I got there at like 10 minutes to showtime, and there was like a four-hour lineup, so we missed them. But, uh, yeah, apparently it was uh, really interesting. They ended up playing with Damien Marley? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess everybody was just... Uh, uh, pretty relaxed backstage. And you always mention in every issue of Mongrel Fanzine, not only Red Mass, you always mention Demon's Claws, don't you? <laughs> um, maybe we're getting a bit obsessed, I don't know, but uh, they're just so funny. They, they always give us some good uh, sound bites, so...
Demon's Claws from Montreal, but you particularly mention the Vice Anniversary Party every issue. What went on there in Demon's Claws and the Vice Anniversary Party in Vancouver? Because you always mention that in like every interview and like every issue. <laughs> well, it was just such a funny show because um, it all just fell apart, really. Um, there was free beer, for one, um, not just for fans, but for... Uh, everybody that showed up and so it all just became like a big drunken mess and Demon's Claws just completely fell apart although I thought it was great like because I'd seen them for real so then you get to see them kind of like falling apart at the seams and so it was just as great for me I guess but um yeah it just uh it was just a. Uh I don't know. It all just fell apart, but it was really funny. I loved it. It's always mentioned as well. Now you have some new claws, Persian claws. Persian claws, yeah. Um, you just can't stop the clawing at Mongrel Fanzine. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Persian claws, yeah. Bob did that interview, and I can't even remember where they're from. I always seem to think that they're from Montreal, but they're not. They're from the state somewhere. Also in the new Mongrel fanzine, you have a neat new sensei interview, comic style. Who did that? Oh, yeah, that was uh, Nick Greasy from Topless Mongos. That's, um, she's from Calgary. And so she did an interview with new sensei, but she did it comic book style because uh, that's what she does. And it turned out really well. I like it quite a lot. It's pretty funny. Now, did new sensei diss Joey Shithead in that interview? They said he was a poser, <laughs> or is that all made up? I think that's probably all made up, but you might want to ask them for sure. I don't know. You continue to get ads in Mongrel Fanzine. Congratulations. Did you really get a Norton ad? A Norton ad? Did Norton actually give you an ad, the legendary Norton record label? No. You know who gave us that ad? That was Bloodshot Bill, because it's a Tandoori Nights interview, which is blood, uh, Tandoori Nights ad, which is uh, Bloodshot Bill and King Con. And so Bloodshot Bill gave me that ad, not but, Norton. But speaking of legendary record labels, you still have What Wave Dave writing for you. I know. He's pretty awesome. He did a Kirk special interview, which is a one-man band type guy who I'm not really that familiar with. And lots of feedback, too. It's great to have a letters section in Mongrel Fanzine. And we're speaking of Janelle from Mongrel Fanzine, who are having their CD slash zine release tomorrow night at the Dental Lab at... at 1125 East Hastings at Glen. Featuring... Uh, Beeline's uh, Young Moms and Richard Katringer is going to be his first show, so show up early. It'll be great. So you have this great letter section of all these people giving you feedback. Not many fanzines still have letter sections. How many of the letters are made up and how many are real? Because sometimes <laughs> no, none of them are made up, Nardware. They're all real. Oh, that's great. Because sometimes <laughs> sometimes people make up the letters because they don't get any letters. I guess I was curious about the feedback that you're getting from oh, Mongrel no, Fanzine. No, it's funny because um, a lot of people buy the zine. Most of the people I would say buy the zine online because they're from other countries. They're from Europe or something like that. And so whenever I ship it off, I say, you know, thanks, I sent it, you know, and. Uh, I guess that gets a bit tedious for me, but it always kind of encourages people to email me back and be like, oh, good, I got it, thank you, I like this, that, or whatever. What are some other fanzines that started out when you started out with Mongrel Fanzine, and are they still going? Um, there's standard issue out of Ottawa. They're a little bit different than us, and they're free, and I think you can actually find them around town somewhere, and they started a little bit after us. Um, they're really good. They're really funny guys, actually. I like them a lot. And there's some European zines, like... Um, well, there's a corporate rock knockout scene from Germany that just started. I think they just put their first issue out a couple months ago. 
And Lost in Time is still sort of doing something. They're from Greece, but I don't think they've put in a show in a while. It's hard for zine people. You don't have enough money, not enough credit. But it takes a long time to read Mongrel Fantasy. Like, it is packed with it's information. Dense, I know. Yeah, it takes me a long time to put it together. <laughs> and the CD is packed with stuff, too, Janelle, from Mongrel Fanzine. We played the Granny Smith with Boom Boom. What were some of the other bands on the CD comp? Specifically, who does the song Took a Trip? Oh, um... It's a live it's song. It's song, yeah. Um, Bob did a really good job on the comp, by the way. Like, he put that one all together himself, and, like, I was pretty much stayed out of that. But um, Took a Trip is a live Indian Wars track that he recorded at the Biltmore. They were playing there with Mylon Sheath at one of those rock and roll pizza party shows. And, uh, yeah, it turned out really well, actually, like, considering how shitty his camera is. How about <laughs> so we were like, we should put that on the comp. That's really good. So how we did. Oh, so it was actually recorded from video camera. Yeah. Sounds great. And Left Behind. Who does that song? Mm, I don't know, Norway. Remind me. I'm not sure how it goes. <laughs> I just remember it was called Left Behind. How about 80s Outfit? Oh, um, 80s Outfit. That's um, Cherie French, which is uh, uh, Brian from Demon's Claws and his wife, Emma. Demon's Claws just had to get in there, right? Yeah, they have to. <laughs> yes. We're going to have a Cherie French interview in the next issue, number 10. Well, thanks so much for phoning into the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show, Janelle from Mongrel Fanzine. We're going to end right now not with Demon's Claws, but with Persian Claws. Mm -hmm. You're going to leave, and then we're going to play Indian Wars live. Took a trip. Awesome. All included on the Mongrel Fanzine free CD as part of Mongrel Fanzine. And again, if people want to get Mongrel Fanzine, where specifically in Vancouver can they pick it up? Um, okay, let's start at Red Cat. Neptune, Dandelion, Scratch, Zulu, and I might be forgetting somebody from our website, mongrelzine.ca. And also at the record release slash CD tomorrow. release tomorrow at the Dental Lab for some rock and roll action with beelines and more. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks very much. Really appreciate you phoning in, Janelle. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? No, nothing. Just come to a show. It's going to be super fun. Well, thanks so much, Janelle. Keep on Thank rocking you. in the free world and doot-doot-a-loot-doo. Doot-doot.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Indian Wars with Took a Trip, live as captured by Bob from Mongrel Fanzine. And before that, Persian Claws with You're Gonna Leave. And before that, an interview with Janelle from Mongrel Fanzine, the newish out now. Coming up, interviews with Best Coast and rapper Jay Cole. And to prepare you for Best Coast, here are the queers with Teenage Bonehead. Best Coast. And who's in Best Coast? Bethany. Allie. (laughs) Bob. Bob, again. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Best Coast. Thank you. Now, I would like to ask you, right off the bat, is this right here your old drummer? Yes. Oh, yeah. That is him. That is him. He's looking looking good yeah he's he's looks a lot different than our current drummer yeah Uh, could you please explain the mini disc your old drummer explain it bob oh well uh, i just wanted something really small that we could have our tracks on and uh, i didn't trust the ipod so mini disc has never failed me to have a long history together so (laughs) that's why i went to him now can you please explain about your new drummer um this is Allie, and we found her um 
in a in a ditch somewhere <laughs> and we picked her up and we brought her on tour with us have you ever seen your old drummer the old drummer uh, in best coast I, I mean what you've replaced actually yeah i'm actually very familiar with the mini disc i used to listen to it a lot in high school so used to put, put live performances double drums tonight yeah. since they're both here double drummers reunion we're <laughs> here best coast in vancouver british columbia canada playing the cobalt yeah now, speaking of interesting gigs, did you play Bloomingdale's? Yes, we did play Bloomingdale's at the Beverly Center in Los Angeles. What can you explain about that? It was weird. <laughs> it, the, ro having to roll your equipment through the men's section yeah. to set up on this tiny stage in the middle of the store is one of the weirdest things ever. Now, you've been involved in some interesting things, haven't you, Bethany? I have. Like, for instance, you have the shoe market corner the shoe market well you did stuff with converse and lady nike or nikewoman.com what was that that was something a really long time ago they just put a song up on nikewomen.com um said that it was good music to work out to which i don't really think it is <laughs> i don't know it's not very like i feel like workout music has to have like you know punches or something and i don't know if we really are a punchy band but, um, but yeah, I, I love shoes, so any kind of shoe. And there was Converse with Kid Cudi. Yeah. yeah. Did you get any of the action, Allie? I got too many Converse for one girl. None of the Cudi action for Allie, though, eh? Uh, she experienced him. Yeah. I experienced him more than anyone else in this band, though. Speaking of Cudi, we can hear the bass kicking through right now. I think he's yeah, sound checking he's right here now. sound checking. Of which there is no bass in Best Coast, is there really? Well, kind of. Bob plays a baritone, so he plays sort of bass and guitar in one. And it's all about Bob, isn't it? Mm, hardly. <laughs> yes, it's about Bob, isn't it? What about Bob? Well, it's making Bob feel at home. And I thought, Bob, I would make you feel at home because I noticed that you in one interview were wearing this hat. What can you tell the people about this hat? Does this make you more comfortable? The funny thing is, I never, I don't remember wearing <laughs> this hat in an interview, but they told me about it. What can you say about this hat? We, wait, he wore the hat in an interview? I have no, no idea. I know the reference to the hat is we were on tour in Europe and we were all really drunk and Bob just picked up a top hat and put it on and we started taking photos of him in it. And the next day we reminded him and he was like, oh, I don't remember even wearing that top hat. So, I don't remember that either. yeah. Does that hat relax you, Bob? Are you relaxed now? You mm. look really good. Slightly more, yeah. Because, <laughs> Bob, you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, which is near Victoria. And in Victoria, there's a band called No Means... No. No Means No. And they have a song called Oh No... No. Oh No Brew... No. no. Oh, no, Bruno. Bruno. And that's what I was wondering. Is there a lot of Oh, no, Bruno in the van? Um, not really. Just a lot of eye rolling. <laughs> um... No, there's not really much in the van. Other, We played uh, Who Would You Rather last night. <laughs> we had some pretty interesting celebrities involved in that. Um, yeah. No, not, not too much. Where are the celebrities, Ali? The best one was Perez Hilton or Kojo. Kojo, Canadian. Oh, is he? So it was Kojo, right? No, I think <laughs> everyone picked Perez. <laughs> Have you ever met him? No. Are you just saying that so you hope that you meet him? I would love to meet Perez. I think that that would be pretty funny to meet him. I'd rather meet Michael K. from D-Listed. Yeah. yeah, we He's like D-Listed. 
Bethany of Best Coast, is it true that your dad plays in a monkey's tribute band called the Missing Links? He in <laughs> fact does. Now that's awesome. Bethany's dad plays? Drums. Plays the who? Uh, Rick, Mickey Dolans. Mickey Dolans of the Monkey. Ricky, so sometimes we call him Ricky Dolans. And he does a great job, doesn't he? He does. He, he wears like a wig and funny outfits. But the funny thing about the Missing Links is that it's also a Beatles tribute band. There's two. It's the Missing Links and Backbeat. So they switch off? Yeah, they do sets where it's like half Beatles, half monkeys, and they so, change costumes. So your dad is Mickey Dolans and Ringo. Yeah. Together. Has he met them both? I think he has actually met Mickey Dolenz, not Ringo, though. You have to get every Monkees band approved before you can do it, right? I did. Well, I don't know. That's what I heard. Like for Kiss troop bands, they have to be approved by Kiss. Monkees. Yeah. Beatles. Beatles cover bands, you might have to be approved. I don't know, but no, my dad has never met any member of the Beatles. I don't think. And Bethany, your dad also plays, and this is very interesting right here. He plays in Bad Finger. He did play with Bad Finger. He plays in not the original Bad finger does he he plays in the uh like a couple of months ago bad finger they went to australia together and he played with them it's quite a sad story bad finger you know three of them committing suicide yeah that's a sad that's a sad tale and then it makes me think also of the connection between Best Coast and Vancouver because look at this bad finger live in Vancouver in Vancouver yeah. And sure. then I think of death, and I think, when you were here during the Olympics, did you experience some Vancouver death? We saw the guy in the bobsled, or the, the luge. We were eating in a Japanese restaurant, and we saw it happen on TV, and we freaked out. And uh, we also saw a bunch of people get punched in the face that night. This fight during our show. That was our first taste of Vancouver, and we were like, wow, this place is uh, pretty raging. And now you're playing the cobalt. Now we're playing like a haunted old strip club, so hopefully there's some stripper ghosts. Now, isn't there a lot of death, though, kind of associated with your band, Best Coast? Because didn't you guys meet Bob and Bethany at a party where a girl jumped to her death? No, she didn't no, die. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't jump. She, she she, uh, she tried to, and then she was saved. Um, but Bob left in the in the middle of all that, and I stayed and and uh, was with the girl until like four o'clock in the morning. It seems like a morose evening. Yeah. It was it really was, fun until that happened. Yeah. It was all of a sudden there was just a smashing glass window, and people were screaming. And um, you know, she's still she's still around. So good for her. And you grew up in Glendale, or you know Glendale? Do you know Glendale? Oh yeah. There's like forest lawn there, the cemetery. Yeah. What's there? Have you checked out anything there? At stepdad. Oh, your stepdad's there? He's there, yeah. Lights out, he's oh. there. <laughs> um, there's a really good mall there called the Americana that I like to go to in Glendale and a Whole Foods that I go to as well. How about the actual cemetery? Have you taken Ali there? No, I've not been to the in one. Like, Ali comes to California, comes to California. We just take her straight there. I mean, do you miss the jug handles? I do miss the jug handle. You can't make left turns, really, in New Jersey. You have to go around a thing that looks like a jug handle and make your left that way. Yeah, I, I've never experienced one of those, so. So where do you take Allie in Glendale? Where do you take her now that she's on the West Coast? To the Americana Mall. That's where we hang out. Yeah. Um, and that's the only place we went together in Glendale, right? I think you've been to the Whole Foods. I've uh, been to the Whole Foods, been to the mall, uh, been to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Cheesecake Factory. That sounds, oh, that's a chain, isn't it? Yeah, it's the best chain. <laughs> Speaking of death in Vancouver, I was thinking of my cat, Cleopatra von Fluffelstein.
Oh, no. Cleo died a few years ago. Mm. Now, I was thinking, I can be sad or I can transfer Cleo's love to others. Like, for instance, you have a cat called Schna. Snacks. And I was thinking, what could Cleo do for snacks? Well, Cleo could donate this right here, this bookmark to snacks. This is from Cleopatra von Fufelstein to snacks. Protected by a cat, by an attack cat. Oh, wow. It looks, it looks like, like snacks. Then that looks like my cat. That's what I was thinking, from Cleo to Schnacks. Well, I will give this to him, and I will tell him all about Cleo. So are there Schnacks bookmarks? <laughs> yeah, we should get bookmarks. We're working on it. But there are Schnacks t-shirts, right? Yeah, we're working on getting Beanie Babies of him made to sell. No, I was wondering about the Schnacks t-shirt. I read in NME that they're pissed off that they bought one of your shirts and... It broke. We don't know. And they want a refund, Bob. No. Yeah, they can hit me up when we're in London. <laughs> we didn't make those shirts, so um, sorry, enemy, that your shirt broke. Um, but enemy should probably do more research and figure out who Bob Bruno is, because they didn't know who he was the other day when I did an interview with him, with them. So, sorry, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> there are a lot of snacks in rock and roll. Do you know that? What do you know about the other snacks in rock and roll? The snacks, like snack named animals. I don't. Do you have any examples? Well, I was thinking, Ali, you know Frank from the band The Unlovables. The Unlovables, who you played when you were in, like, Pot in the Kettle? Were you jamming with The Unlovables? I did jam with The Unlovables. A great band, The Unlovables. Yeah, they're great. Now, Frank had a dog called... Snacks. Called Snacks. Oh. And then Snacks ran away in a blizzard but came back. He was rescued by Canadians. Oh, well, that's nice to know that Canadians look after animals. And that's what I was wondering a little bit about other sort of snacks named animals. What's the closest you've come to seeing something like snacks? Like maybe not named snacks, but with an S name looking like your cat. Is there anything like that? Actually, on the internet, did tell me that they named their cat snacks and got a cat that looked like my cat and said, This is my version of your cat. Um, so that's weird that he has copycats out there. <laughs> copycats? Copycats, yeah. Baboo? Yeah, boo. <laughs> it's great, Bethany, that you guys in Best Coast, that you rep this important band right here, the queer. Yeah. I the queers it. never get enough love. They're still out there rocking. I love the queers. What can you tell people about your love for the queers? Um, I got really into the queers in high school um, because I would buy, like, Punkorama, uh, you know, like, compilations. Oh, you know yeah. that. Punkorama. Uh, and I loved the queers. I wonder if this song is... Yeah, this is the this is the good record. Oh, There's That's a really good song um, called This Song is Straight from Your Boy, and it's, like, sort of the first kind of, like, pop-punk, like, love song I ever heard. And, um, yeah... I still listen to this record and other records by them. They're awesome. Did you go to school with Matis Yahoo? He he went to the school I went to, yes. And what school was that? The new school. I thought it was called Eugene. Eugene Lang at the new school is now, its formal name. No, I love the name Eugene Lang because it's a lot like Eugene Lan... Eugene Landy. Oh, okay. The Beach Boys. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Beach Boys Doctor. Yes. Are you into that sort of stuff, Bethany? The stuff associated with the Beach Boys? Like, I don't mean necessarily the Beach Boys, but like the Beach Boys doctor, Eugene Landy. I don't really know much about him. I'm, a, I'm interested in the Beach Boys and the um, Charles Manson connections, though. Terry Melcher. Yeah. But what about the stuff associated with Brian, like his wife, Marilyn Wilson? Marilyn Wilson was in the Honeys. Do you ever hear the Honeys? 
Now, what's really neat is Marilyn Wilson is married now to a guy from Vancouver. Canada. Vancouver, Canada. British Columbia. Well, whatever. Vancouver, <laughs> British Columbia, Canada. And this gentleman has hung out a lot at Neptune Records in Vancouver. Neptune is a big fan of Marilyn and this guy, of course, because he's married to Marilyn Wilson. And I thought I would bring you a gift from Neptune Records right here for Best Coast that represents the Beach Boys and Marilyn Wilson, an actual Beach Boys poster. Wow, that's amazing. Now you are connected via Baltimore. Baltimore. To the Beach Boys. Yes. Okay, sorry, no, it's um Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Yeah. You played Chapel Hill. No, we did play North Carolina. We played Raleigh, North Carolina on our last tour, but not Chapel Hill. Well, maybe next time you can. Next time we'll go and we'll play this same place. Three dollars. Yeah. At the door. Wow. For best coast. Now, I was wondering, drugs were involved with the Beach Boys. Do you have a weed card? I did. I no longer do, though. What it happened? expired, and I was too lazy and always gone, so I never uh, got my weed card re re reissued. Renewed, how, reissued. How hard is it to get a weed card, Bob? I don't know. Really easy. I've like, heard it's really easy. It's really easy. Like you join Best Coast and you get a weed card. Was that one of the stipulations? Yeah, I have a special certificate framed at my house. <laughs> Stevie Nicks Storms. Yeah. That's a book about Stevie Nicks. Uh, yeah. Now, I was wondering, does it mention all about the cocaine? There's a lot of mention of cocaine. What about the cocaine up the ass? Getting <laughs> That's in there. That's true. Can you please verify this for me? I've asked many, many people. You can verify it too, right? No, they don't talk about that in that I've book. heard from people in studios that I've been in before saying the craziest thing I ever saw in a studio was Stevie Nicks funneling co someone funneling cocaine into Stevie Nicks' asshole. And you know what? Good for her. Big ups. Big ups to her. That was because the nose had enough? She just, no, she had no, like, membranes left to put coke up her nose, so she had to put it somewhere, and, you know, that was her only other option. Thank you. I knew Best Coast would be the band to tell me for sure that Stevie Nicks got cocaine up her... Bum. Rectum. Upper rectum. Anus. One other thing I would like to ask you about here. Allie, please tell the people the importance of the ergs. What can I tell people about the ergs? And the drummer, Mikey Erg. You're a drummer. East Coast Rock. Mikey Erg is probably my favorite drummer ever. The ergs are maybe my favorite band ever. And I used to see them in New Brunswick a lot in a basement. But they sadly broke up. But I was at their last show, too. And here they are on the cover of Razor Cake Fanzine, the Ergs, Mikey Erg. And it's funny because Jeff is wearing a Husker D shirt. We met Bob Mould the other night. Bob Mould. How many times have you met Bob Mould? Once. I, I thought you met him at like some festivals like you, X, and Ian Fugazi. Uh, they were near us, but we were all too scared to talk to them. Well, <laughs> he talked to us, and we were very shocked and excited to be speaking to him. We talked about pro wrestling for a long time. They did. He and I. Because he's really into that, isn't he? What's he doing now? I don't know. He was jumping on stage with No Age at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was playing with No Age for a little bit and doing stuff with them. But I don't know. I think he's just hanging out. Shows that he's been doing, yeah. He played, or he's about to play L.A. pretty soon, I think. Best Coast, are you managed by the Daily Swarm? <laughs> yes. That's incredible, the Daily Swarm website. My friend Wandy, Wandy, he just loves the Daily Swarm. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because I was actually talking about how the Daily Swarm is a, is a website that people really like today. And Bob was kind of like, oh, 
I didn't really know that. I don't think I've ever been on there. It's pretty good. It's good, good stuff on there. But yeah, the actual website manages us. There's no one that runs the website. It's just the website is our manager. <laughs> so the other night, did you see Bob Mould? Was that at the Aquarius Record 40th anniversary party? No, he was at our Great American Music Hall show in San Francisco. That was the anniversary party of Aquarius Records. I played another show the night before at a venue called Cafe du Nord, which was Aquarius's anniversary party. How hot were the tickets? I had heard that for some of San Francisco gigs, they're going like 60 bucks. I heard that too. That's insane. Yeah. I think that's really ridiculous. I would never pay $60 to see Best Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Best Coast, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Um, just that your Drake interview is my favorite thing in the entire world. Bob, how do you feel about my obsession with Drake? It's pretty entertaining. I support do it. you think it's weird or do you think I like actually really, really like him? Oh, no, I know <laughs> how much you like him. It's not weird. How do you feel about my obsession with Drake? I wholeheartedly support it and agree with it. Well, thanks much, Best Coast. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot, doodaloot, do. Doot, doot.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Best Coast with The End. And before that, an interview with Best Coast. Coming up, an interview with rapper J. Cole. And as I say, to prepare you for J. Cole, who loves the basketball, a little b-ball showdown. We're going to play Kobe Bryant. Then we're going to play Shaquille O'Neal. And then we're going to play a song called Who Dat by JT Money. Now, what's interesting is that J. Cole also has a song called Who Dat. The songs are nothing alike, but I thought I would play it anyways. So coming up, before we get to J. Cole, Shaquille O'Neal, but before him, Kobe Bryant, and then after them too, some good old JT money with Who Dat, and then Who Dat 2010 style with J. Cole. All on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Here is Kobe Bryant with Thug Poet, and then Shaquille O'Neal with I Got Skills, and then JT Money with Who Dat. Kobe, how many girls have said I love you? Not like, I love you, Kobe, like a fan, but like, for real, like, baby, marry me. I love you. <laughs> how many? <You're> silly. <laughs> Once again. Once again. Flawless. Flawless. Come on. Right. Uh, uh-huh. Yo. Yo. Just like this. Uh. What I live for? Basketball, beats and bras From Italy to the US Yes, it's raw I'm in search for The one that make my wealth feel poor Who can ignore the spotlight life of grandma? Am I done for? Have I found the ore? Should I search still? There's plenty of women with sex appeal When it's failed Can they complete the package? All I date is actresses To play it safe to them My money ain't bait But I must take risks To find a honey that's legit Whether she push a bucket Or six bucklets or mad chips Out on her own Or live out of mom's and pop's home Rocks top fashion Adidas attire or Tim. I don't know, yo, these women come and go Like the wind they blow, how do I know it's you for show? Will God talk to me, give me a signal But until then, all my ears here is the steady flow Come on My cash, my name fame, drop top bins with a wooden dash. You know my stash. Withdraw G cash, platinum, US Express, no paper cash. Spend it all now. Our kids still be rich cash. If it's half stocks and bonds, laugh when it crash. Are you the type to brag when jewels you flash? Type type with your X-Man that pushes jack. Type that love, no scrubs, her pigeons ain't got mad. Type that can't stand a woman with her own cash, you know. Like Lauren, but claim she ain't rap. Type to get loud in public, reframe my hand from a slap. No time for y'all. Too busy for y'all. Plenty of dimes turn me on, then turn me off. Try and show off. Get lost, grow up. Real women, roll up. Let yourself go. If you feel this, let me know. Come on.
Selling a nine-nose kid. Skills to make mills. Big up. Maybe unit funky town pros upgrade and get your large. So check this out, Shaq Man. We gonna let this beat play right about here. Let the brothers and sisters. No, no. Let me continue. I'm gonna be like P-Rock. Let's see what's next on the menu. Mike Checker, the rim and ride wrecker. Rocks from here to Mecca. Boom, shaka, lecker, lecker. I got a hand that'll rock your cradle. Cream you like cheese, spread you on my bagel. My Ford Explorer booming with the clunk of funk. All you jealous punks can't stop my dunks. The brand new like heavy, built like Chevy. And Paula, yo, Shaq's a smooth baller. Yeah, but what about Rock? I could hold my own. Knick-knack, shack attack, give a dog a bone. Robin is like hooping, I'm already a legend. Back in the days in the food step section. Used to kick rhymes like baby, baby, baby. Every once, every twice, three times a lady. Is what I listen to, riding with my moms. How you like me now? I drop bombs. When you see me, please dab my hands. I know I got skills, man. I know I got skills, man. Like to give a shout out to my boy Uzi. Def Jeff. Little Swanee, Meech, Ron Mack, and my other cousin Ron. This is another one shot from the awesome. And you know what? Booty rappers, stay booty. <laughs> and we out. Psych. Yeah. Shoot! 
Ain't got the slightest of clues or he's afraid to do. Then he's free going crazy about the chain, baby. The way you show me your love is by the way you pay me. My game will be closed to say about a mind. Just know I keep suckers up and crunk like by the line. All these suckers be all up in the play of beer. Trying to question my game just like a pop quiz. What's that? are you? J. Cole. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, J. Cole. Thank you very much, Nardwar. I appreciate that. Hey, the other night, were you covering Tupac? I was. Yeah, absolutely. And in honor of Tupac, I would like to give you a gift, J. Cole, because you love Tupac. What can you tell me about Tupac? Here's a gig for you. What does it say? Quiet City DJs, is packed, the dog pound is there, crucial conflict. Luke, I guess, was, was what was Luke doing there? Snoop was there. This is crazy. Pac, my favorite rapper of all time. Um, what date was this? This was a couple weeks before he died. Wow, August 24th. That's sad. Do they have video footage of this? Where was this at? Oh, Miami Arena. Okay, that's not the show I'm thinking about, but wow. And this is a gift for you, for the Tupac vibe. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. J. Cole, the song Blow Up. The blow up, yes. I love it. I love it. Especially because you actually sample <laughs> Hocus Pocus uh, by Focus, the group. Now that's an amazing song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how does that go? It goes, I love that tune. That's amazing that you're actually reaching out to that one. Absolutely. I, I'm glad it found its way um, to me. It's a, you know, it's a classic in many circles. J. Cole, there's been a song called Who. Who dat? Who dat? I was wondering some early who dat action. What can you tell me about JT Money? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the first who dat that ever exists. You remember this back in high school? <laughs> this was crazy, man. This crazy beat. It's JT Money. Goals in his, he had goals in his mouth, bald head. Man, this is a classic song right there, man. High school years. Now, your who dat sampled the good old out. Outcast, uh, Spodio the Doublelicious, um, Andre's part, when he was telling this incredible story, he was like, man, who else want to mess with Hollywood Court? He didn't really say Cole, he said Hollywood Court, which is a neighborhood in Atlanta, but it sound, his, his accent is so crazy, it sounded like he's saying Cole, so I sampled that. Yo, you got it all, this is crazy right now, yo. How deep are you into Outcast? How deep am I? Yeah, how deep are you into them? I love Outkast with, with all my heart, man. I think Andre 3000, one of the best that ever lived, and Big Boy is incredible as well. How about collectibles? Do you know the dolls that they have, J. Cole? <laughs> this is crazy. I didn't even know about this. That's nuts. Outcast dolls. When was this, do you think? Maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, this is incredible. J. Cole, I have a quote for you. Something like Rianne. 
something like Rihanna while I'm up in that vagina. <laughs> Has she heard that at all? I, I thought about that about two weeks ago. I don't know if she heard that. But if, if, She's contacted you, hasn't she? Nah, she hasn't contacted at least. I thought she texted you or something. Nah, you trying to get me in trouble right here. <laughs> nah, she didn't text me. J. Cole, another thing I would like to ask you about, the ladies, Lee Fields. Uh, what can you tell the people? Crazy. I sampled this on the mixtape, uh, the warm-up for two songs. One was Ladies, incredible song off this Lee Fields album, My World, which sounds like it was recorded in the 70s. It's incredible. And another one, uh, which was My World is Empty Without You, which he covered. That song's been covered many times, but he did an excellent version. It's just because I can't even... You got anything else? My hands is crazy. Well, actually, right here, Till Infinity, the souls... You can put some of that down if you like there, J. Cole. What can you tell people about souls of mischief? This is important, isn't it? I mean, the dolls are important, but souls of mischief. Souls of Mischief is super, super duper uh, classic in, in the underground world. So for me to tackle that beat 93 till infinity, I really had to come with it. And this is, man, this is original. Has this even been open? Oh, it's been open, but still. Have you seen Dr. Dre's record collection? Because you work with Dr. Dre. Have you seen his record collection? I haven't seen his record collection. Have you seen it? No, I, I'm just curious. It must be amazing, eh? I'm sure it is. I know his iPod is full of some of the most incredible music I, you know, I heard ever. Uh, J. Cole, what about No ID? Have you heard his solo LP? <laughs> yeah. You tell the people No ID singing. <laughs> no ID was a rapper. <laughs> we talked about this. He was a rapper. He was a producer. Uh, you know, produce uh, for Common. Um, and then he and he put out a rap album. Did he put out the whole album? That's him singing. Yeah, I know. He actually, go to YouTube, you'll see a video of him rapping. It's so funny. When was this put out? I think it was 97. 97. Engineered by No ID. He probably was keeping all that money. <laughs> now, back then, J. Cole, you were really into beats created by this gentleman right here, weren't you? Master? Yeah, Master P. Yo, this is crazy. Yo, I was a huge No Limit fan, man. I was a incredible. Yo, this is overwhelming. I was an incredible No Limit fan. Like, you did some of your early beats, right? We're kind of influenced by Master P, right? Yeah, my early raps. Not my beat. I didn't start making beats until after I was already kind of over the uh, the movement, but man, this was the whole No Limit movement, and then even Cash Money, I was really, really like every month that they dropped the CD, I was getting it. Fiend, Mr. Magic, uh, C Murder, Silk the Shocker, Mia X, Mystical, I was getting all of these, you know, Kane and Abel, I was getting all the CDs. This is incredible stuff, man. And you were b-balling too, weren't you? Yeah, I was balling, I was hooping, I was the best in the city. <laughs> Just like Master P was with the Raptors. Absolutely. And that's what I want to ask you about, rappers and b ball and to go together kobe what do you think about kobe kobe goes uh uh what i live for basketball beats and bras <laughs> was this the one with tyra banks yes yeah i love that yeah i love that look they feature tyra banks and yet who's on here as well who else is on here? 50 Cent and Nas. Oh, I did not know that. And look who gets the sticker. <laughs> That's genius, man. I didn't know that. Yo, the song is called Thug Poet. Kobe, you're the best. I love you, but Thug Poet, homie. <laughs> well, what about Shaq? What did you think of the Shaqmeister oh, there, God. J. Cole? Which one is this? I know I got skills. Shaq, had, Shaq was legitimate, though. He could really, like... 
He could go a little bit. Shaq was good. Um, Mama Phil was my father because my biological didn't. But I know that probably wasn't this one, but that was a real good song. Now, we're in Canada here in Vancouver. We don't have a team anymore. We used to have the Grizzlies. Now they're the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. But we kind of rep the Raptors. And I want to lastly ask you here a little bit about Raptors. What can you tell me about some of these Raptors? Do you remember any of them? Damon Stoudemire. Um, wow. And if you open that up, just open this up right now here, J. Cole. Cool. And tell the people what you love of basketball. Who do we have? Oh, Charlie Villanueva, uh, you know, super player. He really, uh, yeah, shout out to Charlie, man. I'm a and it keeps going. Wait, this keeps going? Yeah. He's an old Raptor. I was a very big uh, my fan. Who is this? Who's Graham, 14? Joey. Joey Graham. Shout out to Joey Graham. Sorry about I that. Know, and it keeps going. Some more. Some more Raptor action here with J. Cole in Vancouver. We got to love the Raptors, right? Yeah, shout out to the Raptors. I'm actually going to practice with the Raptors. I hope they don't get mad at me and, like... Oh, uh, Calderon. What's his first name? Jose. Jose Calderon. Okay. And that's it. Uh, there we go. <laughs> J. Cole in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And J. Cole, lastly, 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 Idris Muhammad. What can you say about this? Because there's some connection to Jay-Z, isn't there, here, on top of the world? Oh, that is the song that, um, the song that I sampled for Jay-Z's American Gangster album. Uh, was from this guy right here, incredible, incredible song. I don't know the name. Was this, was the actual song on here? I'm not sure if the actual song is on there. Yes, but incredible song. It was a, uh, you can YouTube it. It's a song that I did called On Top of the World. I made the beat, I did the hook and everything. I waited outside for Jay-Z for like three hours in the rain, me and E, hoping he would come. And by the grace of God, he came, but it didn't happen like I thought. He just dissed me and was like, get out of here. But, you know. This was the man. I'd never actually seen him or knew what he looked like until this right here. And you are J. Cole. And J. Cole, also there was another important gentleman that influenced you really, really big time. And we have him right here, Mr. Pete. Pete Rock, man, incredible. This is the foundation, the song, The Game. Wasn't that the foundation for you guys? Oh, my God. The Game was my favorite. You remember that instrumental with Omanet? Uh, Pete Rock had this song called The Game. Me and my uh, me and my best friend said we used to sit in my crib and just rap on this beat all day long. If you can't look up that instrumental, it's called The Game. It was like one of my favorites. You can actually find that somewhere if you look if you look it up. You'll find that freestyle. J. Cole, another thing I'd like to ask you about right here is, have you ever heard of J-Zone at all? You know, you're J. Cole. Jay Zone, because look what he has the name of the song. A friendly game of basketball. I've actually, I think I met Jay Zone um, before, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. A friendly game of basketball. That's dope, man. Shout out to Jay Zone. Shout out to Fat Beats. And also, Vietnam. I was wondering, J Cole. Yeah, Vietnam is where I'm from. When you went to FSU, did you have to change some of your lyrics? Were you censored? Yeah, I had to. Um, I had to do a clean show, which of course, you know, I'm, that's not my first clean show I've done, but I feel like they were really looking. To what like, is a clean show? Like, we're going to get a dirty show tonight, right? Like, what is a clean show? What do you have to do when you do a clean show? Tonight it'll be filthy, but a clean show, I just have to kind of skip the curse words. Um, and I guess some of the sexually suggestive content. But I usually just skip the curse words and, you know, let the rest do what it is. But, yeah, Fayetteville State, I had to keep it clean because there's a little controversy about the video. Yo, you know it all. Like, this is crazy. This is, you know, Nardwire right here, man. It's legendary. Well, thanks so much for your time, J. Cole. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Oh, man. Nah, this has been incredible. Do I get to keep all this? Oh, maybe not all of it. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Well, thanks so much, J. Cole. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Do do. Yeah, I was waiting on that one, baby. Nardwar! <laughs> Thank you.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard, hello, Rob Brownridge, focus with Hocus Pocus. And before that, an interview with... J. Cole. And J. Cole sampled Hocus Pocus by Focus in his song Blow Up. To end the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show, in honor of somebody I interviewed earlier on, the band Best Coast, here is Badfinger live in Vancouver from Friday, March 8th, 1974 and Bethany the singer of Best Coast her dad Ricky plays occasionally in Bad Finger not the original Bad Finger as sadly rest in peace three of them have committed suicide but the reformed Bad Finger so here's Bad Finger this goes out and is dedicated to Bad Finger Friday night March 8th, 1974, at the Exhibition Gardens in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Here is Badfinger Live with Day After Day on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show.